Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast called Menu. This is where you get your feel-good food stories. Always, every week, you're going to get some real treats. So if you love food stories and you like light-hearted fun stuff, then you're in the right place. You'll be treated to either a food and dating story The food and dating stories are good. You all love them. They're light, they're quirky, and they're mainly about me, (laughs) to be honest. But I do get my guests to share their stuff as well. So, yes, you're going to love the food and dating bit. Then there's a bit um, that's all about food memories. So that's where you get whisked off to back in the day where you've got your kind of favourite foods. I talk about my food memories and I get my guests to do the same. So there's that. And then there's the social share. That's another part of the show. And that is where I've just seen things on social media, uh, food related stuff that has just either made me laugh or I've been like, oh, look what they've done there. And, you know, you know, things that you just feel like you need to share with people. So there's that bit as well. That's part of the show. So, yes, that is it. That is menu. This week's episode's a bit different. It's a special one. It's a special one because I went to volunteer at Birmingham Christmas Shelter on Christmas Day. Um, That all came about through a guy called Tej. So shout out to Tej. Um, So this episode's all about kind of what they do, which is as a local charity, they basically provide meals. They provide a place for people to sleep who are homeless or who are lonely at this time of year. So that's their job. And um, they carry that out um, from Christmas Eve up until the 28th of December. So I went along this year, gave up my Christmas morning and did that along with my friend Michelle. We both did it. We both had a really good experience and enjoyed it. Uh, Yes, a different thing to do, but a good thing to do. So I'd say to anybody else, if you've got the time and you can give up, you know what, we gave up five hours on Christmas morning to do that, then do it. Uh, It was a bit weird waking up at like 10 to (laughs) 6 on Christmas day. I felt like I was about five years old, except there wasn't any presents. (laughs) So not so great, but it was a good experience. I'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you about who I spoke to at the shelter um the chef and his assistants and also just soaked up the atmosphere so yes keep on listening now i just had to include this piece because i do quite like singing christmas carols it's like i don't know it puts you in a good mood so whenever i know things like that are on i try and head down and get involved and i went to bearwood baptist church and I went and listened to their choir and they were pretty good. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to put a bit of that into this podcast because it's very Christmassy for starters and it is the festive season. So how? Why not? And also, I think they're good. I think they're decent. I I reckon you'll agree with me as well. So have a listen to this. Christmas is here, bringing the cheer to young and old, green and the pop. Christmas is here. 
yeah so when I got into the shelter um I was like oh it's a bit strange really because obviously you don't really know what you're doing it's first time you've been there blah 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 but um I started to take little snippets of things so this is the first little clip of me in the shelter okay so I'm here at the Birmingham Christmas shelter it's my thing this year I am helping out I'm volunteering so I am in the main hall and I've just been doing just been helping really so I'm on the breakfast which is seven till twelve so I've been here since seven o'clock this morning Merry Christmas (laughs) but it's good it's interesting lots of really interesting people stories just kind of getting on with it really so yes I will come back with more in a bit. Let's go into my first interview and this is with Jim Eaves and Jim is the chef at the Birmingham Christmas Shelter. So let's listen to him. And um, I'm with Jim Eaves who's a chef. So Jim, just talk me through your menu for today. So the menu for lunch today we've got um, roast turkey, roast gammon, we've got pigs in blankets, sage and onion stuffing, roast potatoes, Brussels sprouts, carrots, so traditional Christmas lunch. Um, for vegetarians, we've got a um, a lentil um, a lentil vegetable bake, yeah. and then we'll do that with the vegetarian gravy. Wow. Okay. And how many people? Oh, yeah. How many people have you got working today in here? Um, the, the, the numbers sort of vary through the morning. We've done breakfast this morning, so we've already done one service. So we would have had probably about six of us. Yeah. And how many people have come through, do you know? Uh, we've done probably around 80, 90, 100, something like that this morning. Okay, so busy. Given you're a chef, how did you get into it? I know it was a while ago, but how did you get into it? No, I, I started working in a hotel when I was 14, got a job sort of washing up and moved, went from there really, moved through the moved through kitchens, worked all over the place, okay. learn your trade, move around. Yeah. And what I normally do in my podcast, I usually ask people about like food memories. So when you were little, what were the kind of things you ate? Who made them? Like, what was it for you? What's your food memories? It's all very traditional stuff, really. I, I guess um, it would be things like roasts, cottage pie, um, liver, liver, awful, awful, brilliant food that is really underrated, not used. Um, so yeah, just general sort of um, normally home cooked food. Like, I know you've got like, loads of experience and stuff, but have you had, I know this idea, any strange requests, like people, have any weird food requests? Have you ever had anything like that? Um, probably the most weird thing I've cooked was when I was doing breakfast in a hotel where somebody ordered a um, kipper, but they then wanted it smeared with marmalade and then topped with cheese and, gra- and melted. Oh, so that's probably the most weird food request. Wow, I've heard of that before. That's, it was a pregnant woman. I have no idea who it was, but I've never done one since. So after I stopped laughing, I went and had another chat with Jim. How many years have you been doing this with the shelter, the Christmas shelter? I started doing this in 2011. Oh, OK. 
So got, got out. when I originally started, I just got asked by a mate who was doing it at the time, and I just used to come in and do one service. So I did breakfast uh, or lunch on Christmas Day, and then it went from one shift to two shifts to three shifts to two days. And then re- recently, since about 2018, I've taken I've basically put the whole thing together for the food element. So source the food products via suppliers, get a lot of sponsorship, um, source some chefs to come in to help out across various days. So yeah, quite a long time now. Okay, and then when you're sourcing the products and you're thinking about the menu, do you also think about like the n- nutritional value of it for the guests, as we call them, the people that come here to use the homeless shelter? Yeah, we try and build the menus around just a balanced diet, really. So it'll, it'll have protein elements and carbs and fruit and veg and, and um, just generally what would be seen as a, as a, as a healthy, balanced diet. I didn't ask you what pud, what's the puds? Today we've got Christmas pudding and custard. Yeah. We'll do uh, we'll do a rice pudding and strawberry jam one day, we'll do apple crumble and custard another day, we'll do a golden syrup sponge another day. So it's it, again it, it's sort of um, a little bit on the traditional side, yeah. but it, but it's stuff that will um, fill the guests up and it's you know, it is healthy food. Yeah. And you're, you start for the whole week, don't you? So you plan your menu from, from when the shelter opens until when it actually closes. Yeah, the menus, the menus that are written are basically um, run from Christmas Eve where we do a brunch in the morning. Um, we, we do get a local mosque who come in and do Christmas Eve um, dinner. They'll do a curry night. Yeah. And then the other menus will run for Christmas Day, 26th, 27th, and then we'll finish after breakfast on the 28th. And while I was in the kitchen, I saw a guy cooking away and he looked really happy. And I thought, you know what? I feel like I need to go and talk to him. So I did. I went and had a chat with Dean. And this is him and me. Oh, it's gone quiet now. (laughs) Probably better, really, for this. So I'm in the kitchen section with Dean. Hello, Dean. Hi, yeah. How you doing? Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas to you too. He's frying the eggs, doing a very good job there. I'm loving that. (laughs) Well, when he was doing his work, I thought, oh, Dean looks like he knows what he's doing. And he looked like he was enjoying it because he was smiling and everything. So, Dean, what is your connection with food? Like, why do you love cooking so much? So I cook every day. I live on my own, but I think it's really important. It's like a discipline, really. But also, I like to keep healthy. So I shop, I cook, and it's an interest. It's like a hobby. But people talk about it stressing them out. I find it really relaxes me. So get the day at work out of the way. Get into the kitchen, get the pans on, prepare myself. And I love cooking for friends as well. Oh, my favourite dish. What do you like to cook? Uh, Probably steak, actually. Oh. How'd you have your steak? Um, well, I've got uh, tonight. I've got a tomahawk, oh, oh. so I'm going to sear it on top of the stove, pop it in the oven. Yeah. I'm going to have it with some homemade potato wedges and um, salad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely lovely. Oh. Be, being a food camera by about seven o'clock. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so, why you? Good. Yeah, it does sound good. So. Food memories when you were younger. Yeah. What was the kind of food you ate? Who made it? Who was you like? Who was your influences like in your family and stuff? So my dad was a butcher. Oh. So we've always been around meat. I was saying chef earlier, and they used to rock shoot as well. So I've always been around pheasants and um, carcasses and meat, etc., etc. 
And my dad was quite a good meat chef, so I suppose my dad and then my mum would always do the vegetables. So Sunday was a bit of a communal cook thing. So uh, I suppose it comes from there. Yeah, just a lovely cooking. And my nanny Dunn used to cook all the time as well. So what did she cook? Um, she used to do like volumes of food because all the family (laughs) would go round. So she'd do like felt like a thousand bacon sandwiches all in one go but it was that kind of a stuff but yeah. I always remember Nanny Dunn cooking as well yeah. oh right oh, yeah. I love it you call a Nanny Dunn I love food <laughs> yeah. yeah I love food and is it just about the taste and stuff or is it do you care about the nutritional value is that a big thing no I mean I try and cook healthy I mean I'd never put like a microwave meal in or whatever that's okay. part of it I just think you don't really know what you're eating and if you look it's full of sugars and salts and stuff so I, I like today's steak is an exception rather than the rule yeah. but I will try and, and I've been eating a lot of vegetables lately yeah. so I do try and cook healthy yeah. and salads in the winter even oh uh, yeah do you know what I like a good salad and people always think it's boring but I do like no, a nice salad no, if you do like um I'll do a salad and I'll put fruit in it as well, so pomegranate seeds yes. and things like that to give it some single coriander. Yeah. So if you go Birmingham Market, that's my favourite. I buy fish from the fish market oh, okay. and then get all my vegetables from the outdoor market. So it's cheap as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. See, top tips as well from Dean. Loving it. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Dean. That was great. Cheers. And did you hear that Dean was having steak for Christmas? He was having steak and he was having potato wedges. So it just shows you can just have anything you want on Christmas Day as long as it's good food for you. That's all that matters, isn't it, really? So, yes. um, Yeah. So that wraps up my Christmas special, my Birmingham Christmas shelter special. Just going to do a quick thank you wrap up in relation to the Birmingham Christmas Shelter. So thanks to my friend Michelle for getting us there and back and for also volunteering with me. I think it made it a little bit better. We weren't doing the same thing, but, you know, it's just just easier, isn't it, sometimes when someone's there, so all good. Thanks to Ted, who's one of the trustees there. Um, Without him saying his little piece, I probably wouldn't have gone because he pretty much sold it at this event that I saw him at, so... Yes, thank you to you too. And that's it. Hope you enjoyed it. This week, the social share is just about having a laugh. (laughs) It's not particularly food related, but if you don't smile at this, there's definitely something wrong. Listen to the giggling for starters. <laughs> it's a little baby. Well, I say a toddler. And it's got a torch. The little toddler's got this torch and it's flashing it around. And there's a dog who's playing with it. The dog chasing the light from the torch. And this baby thinks it's hilarious. This toddler absolutely screaming. It's so funny. (laughs) If you see his face, it's so funny. You must check it out. Go to my Twitter and go to my Instagram and have a look at it. Thanks for listening and do get involved. You can find me on Twitter at C 
C-R-A-V-E-N-K-7 at CravenK7. And on Instagram, I'm CravenK7. So if you want to follow me, then head to those places. And if you want to hear more about Menu and more episodes, then follow me on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts. Basically, wherever you get your podcasts, I should be there. So yes, do that. Follow me, share the love, share the joy of food and the joy of this podcast. And just last thing to say, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Yay, yay, yay. Hello and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, menu lovers. Happy New Year. I'm singing. (laughs) Oh, dear. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, menu lovers. Hello and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, menu lovers. Welcome to 2023. Whoop, whoop. Um, yes, this episode is going to be a bit of a wrap-up episode from last year. So um, it's a bit of a best bits, like a highlights reel, do you know what I mean? Like, do you know on Big Brother when they used to say, here are your best bits? Well, this is what that is in terms of a podcast. So yeah, there you go. So yes, it's just highlights of all the fun stuff and good stuff that have happened really um, since I started the podcast, which isn't that long ago, but it is going from strength to strength. So thank you for listening. I will stop talking and I will get you listening. So yeah, blah, blah, blah. Let's bring on the best bits. The best bits are like, you know, the semi-burnt bits, like in the corner of a lasagna tin or a lasagna Pyrex glass thing. Them little burntish bits that are just so nice. That's what these are. <laughs> oh, gosh, what a weird analogy, but you know what I mean. So, yes, we've got best bits from... People like Glyn, Pernell, we've got Nicola Burston, we've got Rosa Burra, we've got Sam Coulsack, we've got loads of others as well. All the good best bits, so keep tuned for that. We've also got a first date story from Eugene, who is from Vibes Drinks. Um, I'm sorry, you need to listen to this because if this happened to me, I just don't know what I'd do. I just feel like what is going on? So yes, you must, must, must listen to that. That's coming up soon. But first, some best bits. So we kick off with the legend, the Brummie legend that is Glyn Purnell. Um, (laughs) He has got a thing about condiments, so take it away, Glyn. (laughs) 